Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Also, I show brought to you by Archie's on Carson Street. Get on to Archie's. The official chicken wing of the fan. Um, so get down to Archie's and have a good time. The... Uh, you can put it in big headlines if you want, Joel. For the crowd that, what do they call it? The, um, what do they call it? The old takes exposed, cold takes or whatever. The, the, that whole situation, right? You can put it on that board. Over the next five years or when, um, Lamar Jackson signed his deal for, right? Five years, however, whatever the hell it was, 260 with like $190 million guaranteed. The Ravens over-under for playoff wins is two, and I'm taking the under. What about you? Where do you think? It's really tough. It's really tough. I mean, Joe Burrow is going to be there for the next five years in Cincinnati as well, so they got to get through him to win that division, and that's if the Steelers and Browns don't make any – you know, big time leaps in that division, and the Ravens got to get a wild card. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up taking the under. So they what? They beat Tennessee the one year, and uh, I guess that was the 2020 season. Yeah. Otherwise, they've won one playoff game with him as their starting quarterback. And yeah. here's the thing: here's the problem that all of these people have the the, the Lewis Riddicks of the world, the Robert Griffins of the world, which I thought, by the way, it was hilarious when. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger uh, referenced Robert Griffin. He called him Bob Griffin. That's as passive aggressive as it gets with Ben, isn't it? That is that was beautiful. That's how Ben gets down, though, right? He's going to be passive aggressive as can be. Wants to make sure. Wants to make sure that he can, you know, just sort of be a little snarky like that. I loved it, but. Here's the problem, all those, that whole crowd, you know, all the weirdos, I call them the the the, the, the weirdos, the pseudo uh, agents for, uh, for uh, Lamar Jackson. All of them have one big problem now. And you know what it is? He's now got to go play, perform, stay healthy, and win games. All of the shrieking they did, oh, he's being treated unfairly, it's not right. He's being disrespected. Oh, then you had the goofballs from the, whatever the website was. Look at his uh, in-the-pocket passer rating versus Ben's. 
you know, pass or whatever it was. It was, I think it was a QBR or whatever in the pocket, you know. Okay. Now guess what? He signed his deal. Now go win games. I don't want to hear any more BS from that crowd if he doesn't win games. And here's the thing. Here's the way it's set up. If he loses, if they lose, it'll be somebody else's fault if the Ravens don't win, you know, if they don't win. It'll be somebody else's fault. You watch. Even though they went and got, uh, what's the kid's name, Zay Flowers, even though they went and got OBJ, they added a couple of linemen, uh, they added, I think, at least one tight end, they gave the guy more weapons, they bolstered his offensive line, right? They went and got a new offensive coordinator for him, so he can't even whine about Greg Roman anymore, right? All of that is in place now. All of it. And he got his money. And he got $180 million guaranteed or whatever it was. That's great. I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for him. Now go win. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear about Lamar Jackson anymore until he wins some playoff games. There's no more, there's no more reason at all. There's no reason to talk about Lamar Jackson and everything else that goes with it if he doesn't win. If he doesn't win games. Period. If he doesn't win games. So to me, when it comes down to it, the easy part is simple. You know, it's almost done now. The, the easy part in my mind is done. But here's the thing if you look about if you look at Lamar Jackson, and I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, so I like him and I, I think he's a good player. I'm not sitting here trying to dunk on him, but all of the nonsense over the last however long from from certain people about Lamar Jackson as if he was treated unfairly and all the other stuff, guess what? Throw it out the window now, baby. None of it matters. He got his money. He got some help in, in the draft and in, uh, and in free agency. Now, what are you going to do with it? And here's the thing. If he can't stay healthy again, then you have to start to wonder, okay, is this guy's career going to be done or you know early like a lot of those running quarterbacks? That's what you have to wonder. And here's the other thing, okay? And I'm not trying to be a jerk. But I do a good job of that anyway. When uh, Ben and some others have said basically that uh, they think Lamar Jackson is maybe, uh, you know, not even a top 10 quarterback or barely a top 10 quarterback. Remember, remember that whole thing that got everyone all worked up? Okay. Let's look in the AFC alone. Are you ready, Joel? Who would you rather have, Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. There's one. Okay. I Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson? Forget about age. For this year, this year we're talking about ranking them for this year. Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson? Aaron Rodgers. That's two. I'll take Lamar Jackson over Tua and Mac Jones. Would you agree with that? Me too. Yes. Okay. 
Joe Burrow. That's easy. That's three. Okay. I know we'll revisit this other one. Let's go with the easy ones. How about Sunshine from Jacksonville? That's a tough one. Sunshine Ronnie Bass. That's a, that's Come a, on. That's, a that's not a tough Trevor one. Lawrence. I'm taking Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Right? Okay, the rest of that division stinks. I think they're quarterbacks. Well, I mean, they are what they are. Uh, Mahomes. Right? All right, that's another one. That's five. Herbert. That's another one. That's six. Okay? So there's six no-brainers in the AFC. All right? Now let's go to the NFC. Jalen Hurt. Absolutely. Okay, that's seven. Uh, how about Dak? Would you take Dak or would you take Lamar Jackson? I think after the, the, the postseason that Dallas had last year, I'll take Dak. Okay, so that's eight. How about uh, – already a quarter of the teams. That's, how about eight? Uh, let's go – how about Kirk Cousins or Lamar Jackson? I think I'll have to take Jackson. Okay, this one. Now, I'll it's live close. with. I'll live with that. How about Jared Goff? Lamar. Okay. My slight edge. Okay, uh, we'll give. We'll go there. How about? Let's see. Um, boy, is that division brutal? <laughs> Quarterback play. How about Geno Smith? I've got to take Lamar Jackson on. Okay, uh, I mean, uh, Stafford. breakout season Stafford? last year. Lamar. Okay. So we've come up with eight that are no-brainers, right? Yeah. Okay. How about if I tell you that Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson both returned to form? I think you got to. Probably take, take them you, both, right? Yeah, I if, think so, if probably. They re, if they yeah. return to form. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, that we came up with eight no-brainers. That are better than Lamar Jackson. A quarter of the league. And two more of them that could be better if they return to form. Right? And that doesn't even include a few of the other guys that maybe some you, you have some arguments for. But, you know, I give the benefit of the doubt to Lamar Jackson. So, at the end of the day, my point is, is it really that outrageous to say he's not a top 10 quarterback in the league? No. At best, he's nine. At best. He's nine. That's that 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 that's why the 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 whole that 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 little cult that he has cultivated of people that you know no matter what it's somebody else's fault. There's no reason to argue with them because they're they're irrational. It's like the guy that sits in this chair from two to six when you try to talk to him about Kenny Pickett. You know, it's the same thing. It's irrational. You can't have a discussion that's that's rational because when when somebody's that delusional about things, right? It's the same thing. My feeling is this. If you look at the at the league, I look at the, the AFC now. Let's go back to the AFC, Joel, okay? Would you agree with me? Would you agree with me that the Bills, Bengals, Jacksonville, and Chiefs are v- almost very, very likely to win uh, make the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They're the best teams in their division. They're the best teams in their division, right? So let's say those four teams win the division. Now you're talking about trying to come up with who are the next three that are going to be playoff teams, right? Okay. I think the Chargers are going to be pretty good. I think of them too, yes. I think Denver with Sean Payton 
is going to be much better than they were because coaching was a big part of their problem last year. Are they going to get the same Russell Wilson? I think he'll be better. I think Sean Payton's a much better coach for him, right? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo with the Raiders. Don't be surprised if that team is, and I'm not talking about definite playoff teams. I'm talking about three teams that could that will contend for the playoffs. Those three teams. That's three. Okay, I don't see the Titans, the Colts, or the Texans. I, maybe the Titans. I don't know. I mean, it's hard with it. Jaguars and yeah. the rest of the teams will miss the playoffs. Yeah, I think division. I would agree with that. Okay. Would you agree that the Steelers are probably going to be a contender on some level for a playoff oh, Absolutely. Spot? I mean, they almost made it last year if uh, the Jets beat the Dolphins. So, Deshaun Watson returns the form. The Browns all of a sudden probably are a contender. Yeah, probably. The Ravens. Okay, so now we've got six teams fighting for three spots. Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. We have nine teams fighting for three spots. So my point is... It's entirely possible that the Ravens don't make the playoffs, even if they go nine and eight next year. Because the AFC is stacked. And I keep going back to the wild card in the whole thing. The two wild cards to me are Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Because if they return to form, the AFC becomes even deeper. Oh my goodness. Like they almost need Lamar to return to you know, not exactly 2019 form, but almost something close to that. Yeah, he's got to be really, really, I mean, he's got to be, uh, you know. So my point is, you know, all of this stuff about Lamar Jackson, well, guess what? Now the, now the hard part, now the hard part begins. He's got to go win games. He's got to go figure out how to win games. He's got to go figure out how to win games in the playoffs. And he's got six, he's got six division games that aren't going to be easy, right? They're not going to be easy at all. Six division games. And then if you look at it, uh, if you look at it from the standpoint of um, you know, what else he's got. Let's see what else he's got here. Oh, they don't have the schedule up. But I mean, again, I, I think it's going to be really difficult. Um, I think it's going to be very difficult in the AFC. And I think that, honestly, when Lamar Jackson signed that deal, okay, yeah, he was able to make it work without an agent and all that stuff, although he should give a lot of money to – he should give a lot of money to Jalen Hurts' agent because Jalen Hurts essentially got him that deal. But I'm just saying, it's, it's important to note that. And remember that. Okay, so again, you can put that in the old takes exposed uh, hopper and everything else. I say the over-under is two. Playoff wins for Lamar Jackson between now and at the end of this contract he just signed, and I'm taking the under. Joel, you said you're going to take the under as well? Yeah, probably the safer play. Right. Exactly. And I don't think that's any disrespect to Lamar Jackson. Again, I'm a fan of Lamar Jackson. I think he's a good player. I think he's a really dynamic, excellent player. But at quarterback in the AFC, you better be more than just dynamic. And I also am not convinced that he can stay healthy for a whole season anymore. 
We've seen it before with these running quarterbacks, how quickly their legs get taken, you know, their legs get beat up. You take away that aspect of their game, and all of a sudden they're not nearly as much fun to watch. So uh, I just feel like that's just reality of the situation, to be honest. Coming up, uh, we've got Chris Carter. We'll talk to him about it. It's 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, we are uh, uh, pulling around here, having a good time. And, of course, we, uh, we're talking NFL, all things NFL. And so um, we are talking with our good friend now, Chris Carter from the Post-Gazette. Chris, uh, Joel and I were taking a look at the the standings and everything else, and we were basically saying um, (coughs) over the next five years, I set the over-under for playoff victories for the Ravens with, with Lamar Jackson as their quarterback I set the over-under at two, and I'm taking the under. How about you? The next five years? Ooh, that's interesting. The next five years. Hmm. I think they'll win one playoff game, if that. I'm intrigued by that, Paul, because I would like – I think that that Lamar Jackson's really talented, but I, I am not sure about the cast that's around him right now. The more and more that I look at at, at, at the at the Ravens, they've added some interesting pieces in the draft. I know Odell Beckham Jr. is enticing. I know that there's some things there. But to me, Paul, I, I look at it and I feel like, man, can that defense really hold up on its own now, you know, when, when things ain't working for the offense? It was Greg Roman really the problem with the, with the Ravens offense. You know, I, I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to go with the under because you know, I – I think Lamar Jackson is over talented. I think he's gonna make the, he's gonna make some serious things happen for them. But you know the the Ravens have struck out on a lot of uh, attempts to get him weapons. Uh, you know they brought in OB, OBJ and now they got Zay Flowers, who I really liked in the draft. So you know maybe they got some talented guys there. But I I still got to see them put it together. So I'll stick with you. 
Well, I think the other thing is, how much does OBJ have left? I mean, he, you know, he sat out yeah. essentially. He's coming off a major injury. He's not a spring chicken anymore. Uh, right. cl- clearly one of the great talents we've seen in a long, long time. But I do think it's fair to ask, how much does he have left in the tank? I mean, it was a fair question to ask when he was with the Rams when they won the Super Bowl, and that was two years ago. So after taking a year away from football to recover from that knee injury, yeah, it's a very reasonable question, Paul, and we probably won't know until this season gets going. And, you know, the Ravens, they've they've had a lot of bad luck at wide receiver. Like, they have had, they have had so many swings and misses at the first round, uh, and they're hoping their latest one really works out. But, uh, you know, I think Lamar Jackson, um, he certainly has some challenges ahead of him to make this work. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, you mentioned Zay Flowers. Uh, a lot of people seem to be really high on him. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's reason to be. I mean, I, I'll tell you, as a person who um, uh, who covered him, uh, you know, in, uh, in in the ACC and watched him do some, some put some big plays up on Pitt, uh, the guy's really talented. Uh, so I, I look at that and I think, man, like that guy, uh, that guy's going to be dangerous. And he's a really he's really sharp. He's going to be really explosive, uh, getting in and out of his routes. Uh, I think that he's he'll be smaller, but he finds a way to get open. Um, and in the in the Ravens' offense, if he's able to bust loose on against the coverage, and Lamar Jackson's on the run, I can see them those two kind of improvising really well downfield, and uh, that playing out in their favor. So, I mean, that's the one thing I, I like Zay Flowers, but you know, I, I've also <laughs> seen quite a few receivers. A lot of people like to Marque- Marquise Brown when he went there, Antonio Brown's cousin, and he went to he went elsewhere. So, we'll just have to see how things continue to play out, though. Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be the thing. I, I, I do like the fact that uh, they, they got him some weapons and all that other stuff. But the other part of that equation, Chris, um, is that, and I was saying this the other day, if for, if by some reason, um, you know, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson return to form, uh, the AFC becomes just a complete meat grinder of a conference, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers now. You still got Josh Allen and the Bills. The Chiefs are still going to be there. Um, if if Russell Wilson does come to form, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I, I am eager to see Deshaun Watson though, because I, I was telling everybody when you know, I was like, don't I don't buy this Brown type. I think that they have a they 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 got hot for like a little bit there, and now they're starting to fall apart. And then they went to go get when they when they realized that Baker Mayfield didn't want to be there anymore. They went and made sure they got Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to sold him to Sean Watson and how far, how long it's taken for him to get back to the game. Um, you know, I'm intrigued to see how he plays this year now that he's had a full year basically to work with the offense and get to know guys. But uh, it is no sure thing there in, in Cleveland. Um, I honestly think the Steelers could be right up in that mix of, of, of teams that are competitive. Uh, if, they, if their defense can return to form and, and, and you know, have so, some of the things that they had last year when T.J. Watt stays healthy, that's a, that's a very key thing with it. Um but uh, I honestly think the Steelers could be up in there. Um, it's it's going to be a meat grinder. It's going to be a very competitive conference, but uh, I do think it's going to be a, a fun one. I think it's one that the Steelers can compete in. And I think even the way that they're building their team right now, a team that, that can play really strong defense against the run in the pass and can run the football, I think it's uh, I think it has the potential to be a, uh, do some real damage. Well, and, 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 and as I was talking with, uh, with Joel about it, if you look at the AFC, right, uh, yeah. Assume okay. Assume there's no major injuries, especially at quarterback. 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Chiefs, the Bengals, the and Jacksonville, and um, Buffalo win their division. I don't think that's okay. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think it's unreasonable to say that. I don't think it's crazy. No. When you look at the uh, other t- there's, so there's three playoff spots basically left. Honestly, I could come up with nine teams that are probably going to be competing for those three spots. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. It is. It is. And, but I think it's also important to remember projections don't mean much, man. Man, remember how last year everyone was swearing the AFC West was going to dominate all of football? Is that every one of those teams was going to be a superstar team and be up in there and they're going to control things? And it was, you know, the AFC North was giving them a lot of problems when it when when they played. So I, I think it's. It's always fun to look at things on paper uh, and, and look at them now, and, I, and it's part of our job as sports journalists and you know and, and commentaries and things like that. But uh, I do think it's gonna. I do think that there's a lot of talent in the, in the AFC. I think there's a lot of talent in the sport overall. I mean, we continue to see guys get sharper. More and more quarterbacks come to the league with people having legitimate hopes that they're going to be superstars. I mean, you know, I mean, all the quarterbacks that got drafted this year, not all of them are going to work out, but. You know, there's a lot of legitimate prospects that this could be a strong quarterback class. And, you know, there's there was just one a couple of years ago and a couple of years before that. They keep coming in, and it makes you wonder just how, how good is this league going to get overall with talent across the board. Yes, I mean, that's going to be uh, that's gonna be the big thing. There's just so many good teams and yep. so many good players out there. Um, you know, and so, Chris, I know you watch a lot of film and you're really into, um, you know, trying to evaluate uh, some players. Um, you know, we've probably, ter- you know, torn apart the Steelers uh, draft uh, more uh, for the last 24, 48 hours than we've needed to. If you look at the first round, you know, are there a couple of guys that stand out to you that you feel like their team's got really good value, uh, uh, you know, to draft? Uh, sure. Uh, I think the Seahawks, you know, we're all talking about the Eagles. I think the Seahawks made out like bandits. If you had told if you had told your team that you said, "Hey, I'm going to be able to go get um, not just the guy that everyone says is the number one uh, cornerback in the class, but also the number one wide receiver at Devin Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba," I think everybody would take that would take that and run with it. And I think that the way that they got him, you know, sitting there at five, you know, Jalen Carter falling to the Eagles, that was certainly a good thing for them. But I think the the Seahawks they didn't want any part of you know the questions of Jalen Carter and you know, the overweight thing at the pro day and then stuff with the law. And you get Devin Witherspoon, who for my money was the best cornerback in this class. And um, uh, you get him and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now you can get back to owning the skies on, you know, either side of the ball. So I think there's a lot of excitement there. Um, You know, I I think Jordan Addison, you know, the former Pitt guy who went to USC, I think he found a great landing spot because in Minnesota, you know, they're going to, they have a passing offense. They've got an experienced quarterback and there's no pressure for him to be the man right away. Even though Jordan Addison is ready to be the man at every week and turn. Um, he, he's a guy who went into college with ESPN in his Twitter handle. He's always wanted to be in the spotlight. This is what he was, you know, what he's always worked for. And I think he's ready for it. But now you're in a system where Justin Jefferson is the top guy and he's established. So now while teams are trying to take him away, they won't be spending as much time trying to stop you. So I think that Jordan Addison was a very good value pick uh, for the Vikings. Um, I think Lucas Van Ness going to the Packers. I'm really intrigued to see how they use him in their defense. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of really good talent in the first round this year. Um, and I think even in the second round, you saw you saw some teams getting getting really good value for guys, especially the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Yes, was Lucas Van Ness the, te- the the guy who uh, the dad smacked uh, uh, the, the girlfriend uh, the girlfriend on the ass a few times? Was that who that is? Is that the Iowa guy? No, I think that was the Iowa guy. <laughs> I, 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 that was uh, that was a wild moment for for sure. Um, you know, him and Jack Campbell, two Iowa dudes that were telling that. Jack Campbell also a first round pick. I had him pegged as a second round guy, but the Lions the Lions will be an interesting experiment here, Paul, because they went and got. That, you know, everyone's been saying lately, if you're in the analyst community or you're, you listen to, you read, like, you read PFF a lot and their assessments on things, they've been saying for a while, running back and linebacker are the least valuable positions in, in, in the NFL right now. The Lions had two, uh, uh, you know, picked twice in the first round, and they were a running back and a linebacker. And then their first pick in the second round was a safety, which is the third least valued position, according to Pro Football Focus and other analysts. So, uh, there's been a lot of interesting approaches this year that I think are going to be really fun to watch play out. Yeah, there's no question about it. I think that's the that's the thing. There's a lot of interesting players. Uh, uh, do you, do you look at uh, the Steelers? Um, I don't know uh, any of their drafts outside of the top three or four. And uh, do, do you look at and say that they have a chance to actually become a pretty productive player? Uh, I think that Dick Herbig has a has, has a good chance. I like I like his technique and his tenacity at, at the outside linebacker position. I don't know if he's going to be able to be as as strong as he was at Wisconsin, but I think that he's a guy. He looks like he's he's able to learn different techniques. Uh, he showed different techniques as a pass rusher in college, um, and you know I think if he if he sticks to learning, he could be a guy that you know Steelers fans come to appreciate coming off the bench to give T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith some breathers. So, um, you know, I think that there is a chance that you could see some out of him. Corey Trice, the cornerback that everyone was talking about in the seventh round, I think getting him where they got him was very interesting because some people projected him to be a third round. I, I was I was not as – like I'm not as sold that he's going to be that, but I do think that uh, he was uh, – I, I do think that, like, when you look at his measurables, he runs in the, runs in the four fours, uh, is 6'3 with long arms and very physical – um, I, I think that there's something to that, you know. I think that there's, I think that there's a, uh, an ability for him to kind of get in there, be a special teamer who's really large, uh, and and can fit that profile, do some uh, do some damage on again on special teams, and then work his way to being a, a cornerback without that pressure because Joey Porter Jr. is on the roster, and they've got Patrick Peterson for a year or two, and they got you know Akello Witherspoon and Levi Wallace are around. So um, I think Corey Trice could be a sneaky. Uh, a, a sneaky a, a addition there for the Steelers. You, you probably won't see much of him this year, or maybe even next year, but maybe like three or two years down the line. You know, we're talking like 2025 or so. I, I think that that'll be the year that maybe we're talking about like, wow, man, has he really developed? But again, that's what seventh round picks are for. They're for, they're for flyer guys that you hope develop into talents. And when you, when you want to take those shots, it's best to take them on the guys with the freakish athletic abilities like Corey Trice with his size and speed. Well, we'll have to see how all of that comes together, but I think that uh, the Steelers got pretty good value. Um, looking back, did you, were there any tangible differences between the way they did things and sort of the way that uh, they were done uh, with Kevin Colbert? You know, a lot of people want to call Omar Khan aggressive, but was he really? I mean, he made that one trade up in the in the, in the first round for three spots, but – that was it. Everything else was them just waiting their turn. You know, if you want to talk about the Chase, the Chase Claypool trade itself, that was aggressive back in during the season. But as far as during the draft, I kind of felt that if this was a, this was just smart handling of the board and the way it 
it, it fell, worked in their favor, which doesn't always happen. Um, you know, I, I do think that they might have valued pitch positions a little differently. I do think that they might have, you know, their way of, you know, assembling you know, their, their needs was interesting. But, I mean, people forget, you know, Kevin Colbert was a guy, especially, you know, early on, you know, they traded up for Troy Polamalu. They traded up for, uh, for San Antonio Holmes. You know, they, they've done it when, you know, before. So, like, the, the small trade-up in the first round isn't, you know, completely new. Um, it's a little new, but, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a little different now. But I think that, honestly, there's a, the, the, the changes might be what they prioritize and how they scout and what they're searching for. That might have changed a little bit because there's just different people in the front office. But I think they stuck to a lot of the philosophies that they normally have and what they're trying, we've, they've been trying to build. They're trying to build a, a team that can stop the run, run the ball, get after the quarterback, create turnovers, and, uh, you know, is, is kind of countering a lot of these pass-happy teams in the NFL. Well, I think that's uh, – that, there's no question about it. But one thing, like I said, and I think you said it actually, you, you might have used the word fortunate. I mean, the, uh, Omar Khan did a great job, but he was also a little bit lucky that a couple things went their way. Right? Absolutely. I mean, a couple yeah, things. So, I mean, they they had Joey Porter drop into their lap essentially. Exactly, and they were. I'm I'm pretty sure when they picked Broderick Jones, they're like, well, uh, well, guess we'll try a corner a bit later uh, and get someone else. But when Joey Porter Jr. is sitting there, like, yeah, you got to take a guy that you projected, you know, is supposed to be a first round guy, um, and, and can fit and can fit for your scheme. So uh, again, I think fortune fortune is is part of it, but. You know, being one thing I've been saying a lot, you got to prepare your crops for, for rain. And I think that the Steelers, they had their board ready, their 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 crops were prepared, and um, you know they they put themselves in a position that they could capitalize when the opportunity fell to them. You know, they they could have they could have said, oh, well, Robert Jones isn't going to fall far enough, or oh, this is going to happen. But they did all their due re- their due diligence. They did their research. They saw what they would need to trade for, and you know, e- even somewhat predictably, uh, you know, because I talked about this last week on Locked On Steelers, but uh, I said when that when that Jets trade became official to get Aaron Rodgers and they flipped picks, I was I immediately was like this team has to get in front of that 15th overall pick with the Jets and the trade partner is now the New England Patriots and would the Patriots do it? And the Patriots being a division rival of the New York Jets may have very well played a big role in helping that. Did Bill Belichick wanting to kind of mess with uh, his divisional opponent a little bit there? So. Um, Again, fortune favors the prepared, and I think the Steelers were prepared, and they took they took really good advantage out of it. Chris, I appreciate you jumping on and taking some minutes and uh, breaking it down like you always do. Great job, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Paul. You have a good day. All right. That's uh, Chris Carter from the Post-Gazette. It's 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. What was that little nugget you gave me right there? The 76ers might beat the Celtics tonight without Joel Embiid. What, what, what is the channel for this? Let me let me pull it on there real quick just to see if I can find. There we go, right there. See what see what happens. Sometimes uh, you you you, uh, you 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 miss a player and you actually play a little better. Who knows? But uh, at the end of the day, uh, they, they, they still have to figure out how to finish it off. They're up by one with 26 seconds left. I'll tell you this much, Joel. Everybody uh, talks about, you know, college basketball, right? But I, I got to be honest with you, man. There's nothing like the NBA playoffs. Would you agree with that? College basketball is fun, but, man, the, the level these guys play. I mean, did you see what Steph Curry did yesterday? Yeah, incredible. I mean, come on, man. You guys guys scoring 40, 50, 45 points. And I love the people that say, well, they don't play any defense in the NBA. No, they're playing defense. They're, they've got some of the best defenders in the world. Yeah, I mean, when you consider it's those two teams, normally they, that they are high-paced, a lot of offense from those teams. That was a bit of a low-scoring game for those two teams. Yeah, it is. But my point is, you know, I think that, I think that uh, it's really difficult for me when I hear people try and tell me that they think that the the college basketball is better than the NBA. I think they're out of their minds. I do, especially the NBA playoffs. You know, now the big thing with the NBA playoffs. Is you have and and by, and by the way, I, I I took a money line. I should have just took the the. the I think it was nine points when I, at the tip off. If I'd have taken the nine points, I'd be feeling really good about this right now. Hit it, boom. <laughs> With that, okay. James Harden, he's there, good, man. Yeah, there's a timeout. So now we can at least say James Harden just hit a three to put him back up two with 12 seconds left because. That technically wouldn't be play-by-play, would it? Uh, but yeah. anyway, that's the other thing. These guys are so good. You know what I'm saying? These guys are so good. Those kind of those kind of baskets, man. They 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 they, they just they're tough. Takes a good player to hit a clutch shot like that, and and a good player, a really good player like Steph Curry, to get uh, to drop 50 points in a game seven. You know, right? That's the whole point. I mean, you just, you know, the Celtics are really, really good, though. But I just tell you, I don't know necessarily. Um, I, I, I don't know necessarily that. Uh, and I said this at the start. Joe Missoula is experienced enough to navigate them all the way through. It's not to say he's not a good coach. But coaching in the playoffs is difficult. Here's the thing I would tell you though. If Miami gets to the just gets to the final, you have to start talking about Spolstra as one of the best coaches in a you know 
Yeah, you think about all those championships, he's already got them. He's got championships. He's taken teams without LeBron. The, the, the Heat are always good. He knows how to win in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Down, down, down. Celtics going down. You know what I'm saying, though? Spolstra is a guy, he's not, you know, flashy like Pat Riley was. He's not a guy who's always, you know, uh, uh, shooting off his mouth like Popovich. He's not like a media darling like Steve Kerr, you know. He's not a guy that's got a million uh, 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 championships with, you know, oh, by the way, he just happened to have the best players in the league a bunch of years like Phil Jackson. He just goes and gets the job done and plays <laughs> good defense and they win ball games. They just man, win. Playoffs every year. They just win, man. That's the thing I love about them is they just win. And they and they know how to win uh, games in, in a lot of different ways. This team is a little different than the teams that he's had in the past. They're a little bit different. So, you know, to me, I look at it and I just say, you know, we, we, we don't talk nearly enough, I think, about him, to be honest. I think when we talk about the great coaches of all time or whatever you want to call it, I think he's a guy that doesn't get nearly enough credit for being how good he is, to be honest. Because that's that, that's just really what it what it, in my mind it, what it looks like. So you know, at any rate, you know now you got James Harden winning, and that's uh, that's as good as it gets, really. Uh, now you're the Celtics. You're behind the eight ball a little bit. That's the point. Um, that's the point. That's the way it goes. Uh, uh, that's that's just sort of the way it goes in, in, in the NBA. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> By the way, Archie, he calls himself Archie Rothstein, you know, like Ace Rothstein from the movie Casino, Robert De Niro's character who was like a, uh, handicapper extraordinaire. Archie picked the Sixers. That's why I went with the Sixers, by the way. He says, Archie Rothstein says money, baby. And he puts it in the bank. Um, That's the way it goes. So anyway, I love, I love, uh, like I said, I love the NBA playoffs. I think the NBA playoffs are better than any, any playoffs in so many ways. Um, and I also think that people, most people don't really understand how good these guys really are. That's the other thing, Joel, that's frustrating. Do you realize how good these guys really are and how good you have to be to play in that league? That's the other part. You realize how good you have to be to play in that league. So it's just, uh, it's just pretty cool. It really is. Um, <clears throat> So we have the Sixers. So tomorrow we will have who, – who do we have tomorrow, Joel? Let's see. Tomorrow we've got uh, – oh, we've got Suns Nuggets still to come tonight. It's going to be a fun one. See if Phoenix can that should tie be that fun. series up. That should be really fun. I didn't realize there was another game tonight. I thought that, I thought that uh, we only had one. But uh, that's uh, that, that just is tremendous to me. I, I, actually, I really love – 
the fact that we've got a game because that means when I go home, I'll be able to watch the second half of it, right? I'd say so. I love I love it when there's a late game like that on. You know, it's so good. It's it's so good. These you, late games, you know, you know we, especially if you've got like you know whatever package league pass or MLB extra innings, one of those things. And we get out of here late, like we do, right? It's nice to be able to go and unwind a little bit watching basketball. Especially that game. That game looks pretty good. Who do you like in that series, Joel? Great question. Maybe this is finally Denver's year. Um, I don't know. I, Gosh, I, I think I'll take Phoenix now that they've added Durant along with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, DeAndre Aiden. But, man, it, it's tough when, when Denver – you know, with the with as as good of a season as Denver had, Jokic and Murray's finally healthy. It's really tough. This feels like another that could go to seven. I'll say it's Phoenix and seven. Who do you think? Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Nuggets, man. I think it's just gonna be. A, 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 they're a tough team. They can. I love the way they play. I Please. love watching them. You know, they make baskets. All they do is make shots, man. How can you not love the Nuggets? When you've got a special player like Jokic, yeah, let's, let's, you're, you're yeah, set up for a championship at some point, right? Let's start with that. Well, let's start there. How about that, right? Let's start there. I mean, to me, I mean, you look at a guy like that, you just there's some guys in this league that really, I think, are just uh, really spectacular. Amazing that he was a second-round pick. And he's one of those guys. That's just really so much fun to watch just the way that he plays all the time, you know, all the time. And so I feel like it's it's now it's important to, to, to note that, really. But um, at any rate, so tomorrow, so we've got the Suns, or let's see, tomorrow we I think is the one, yeah, the Heat and the Knicks. You're probably too young to remember this, and also game one of Lakers-Warriors. Who do you like in that game, in that series? I think that's got to end up being Golden State, just how well they performed in game seven in Sacramento yesterday. I think that's got to end up being Golden State probably, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I think that it's it's always uh, it's always a lot of fun to me um, when you get two, two of the best players you know in the world Two guys who are all timers, and they're and they're just gonna go at it and trade haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. They were arguing the other day. They were arguing today. Joe Starkey came at me today with some nonsense about how he thinks that um, Steph Curry is top is a top five player of all time. He asked me what I thought. I said, Wilt. Magic, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Bill Russell. There's five off of the top of my head who are better. And that doesn't even get me to guys like Kobe Bryant, all right? So, no. I think he's 10 to 15. That's where he is. And 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 part of it is because even though, you know, and I have a lot of people that don't seem to understand this quite often, they don't seem to understand this, you know, when they bring their kids to come play uh, for my like AAU team or whatever, what they don't seem to understand, okay, is that there's two sides of the floor. You don't just play on one side of the floor, period. You don't just play on one side of the floor. You get to play offense and defense. 
So when you're going to rate players and judge players, guess what? What they do on the other side of the floor matters too. Michael Jordan's six foot six. He could guard anybody, right? He could guard anybody he wanted to guard. LeBron James is six eight, six nine. He can guard guards and he can guard forwards. Steph Curry is a great offensive player. He's a great shooter, great playmaker, one of the greats of all time. But let's not lose our damn minds. And they're different positions, but I'm sorry. I'd put Shaq, I'd put Kareem, I'd put Tim Duncan ahead of Steph Curry, too. P.J. Fitzpatrick, home improvement traffic. Oh, we're not doing that. Oh, my goodness. We're not doing that. Come on, Joe. Almost 10 o'clock at night, Paul. Catch the Montucky Derby, May 4th at the Bulldog Pub in Morningside, Kale's home turf. Doran headed to enemy territory. Oh, are we still doing it? When does this dumb thing happen? I mean, this is silly. I'm, I'm seeing these videos. Of, Thursday afternoon. I see these videos of Kale training. Unless he's going to get like a 15-yard head start, this is going to be a farce. This is going to be like, uh, who was it? Was it was it Roger or was it Willie Galt, I think, tried to race against the Thoroughbred? Did you see that? I mean, do you remember that? I don't know if you've ever seen that film. One of those wide receivers tried to race a Thoroughbred, and it was an embarrassment. And that'll be this. Door headed to enemy territory. Don't want to miss this. Join uh, us at, at four. Race uh, is at five. Determine Doran's exact race time. The Montucky's cold snacks could give you $250 gift card at Noah Gabriel and Company Chollers. Running shoes provided by Ginger Bread Man Running Company. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy's SUV month. Come to check out uh, Blazer Equinox, already designed 224, 2024 tracks and online sunchevy.com. Tonight, cloudy showers, low 37, more showers, colder weather, Tuesday, Wednesday, mid temps to the 40s. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.